0: Okay. Thank you everyone for joining us this morning and uh thank you as well for coming down to Chattanooga. Well you already live yeah. here, so it yeah. wasn't too much of a commute, but we appreciate your time. So Glad I guess to just to yeah, yeah, just to start off, you know, there's a lot a lot of small to medium-sized cities kind of pitching their own cities as the next startup capital uh where I'm from, Detroit. there's that's definitely something that uh folks there have been sort of Angling Detroit as, as a place where you can start a business, start your own sort of entrepreneurial venture. So, what? Why Chattanooga? What's kind of your um your stick and your angle in yeah. this whole whole yeah. environment?
1: No, it's a legitimate question. I, and, and to your point, each city has their own strengths, right, for their startup culture. And Collab has been around for 13 years, and we've had various industry focuses over those 13 years. But when looking at where we really needed to focus and concentrate... We have, Chattanooga has some really distinct and competitive advantages in the freight and logistics space. So Steve Case has called this the Silicon Valley of Freight or Freight Alley. We have, according to the Chamber of Commerce, uh, 335 companies that are focused on freight and logistics here. So we have strength of industry here and also for that future forward movement of where freight and logistics is going. We have energy partners here that will support the electrification piece and the, and the grid piece for that. And also, um, even more future forward is, is our focus on quantum that EPB has. We have the f- mm. first commercially available quantum network, which is a piece of our, what we call our sustainable mobility focus. So it's a, it's an exciting place, I think. So Chattanooga, with those resources and with those assets, is the perfect place for startups.
0: What What is this quantum network? Tell me a little <laughs> bit more about that. That's very yeah. futuristic. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, so EPB is our local power board, um, and they started, I think, around 13 years ago. They... Internet, Chattanooga had the fastest internet in the country with gig speed internet because of the fiber that they'd laid. And so, what became apparent to them as the, this next revolution is happening, that we could lay the fiber for what will be the next internet revolution, so the quantum internet. So, we have seven miles of fiber that have been laid for for a quantum network so that means that companies that are working on quantum solutions can come here and test on this network so it's open most of the quantum networks exist in the world in uh, in national labs or in research institutes and universities so this will be for commerce and for startups and for industry partners to come and test on and now what that means I mean one of the most fascinating case studies for quantum will be in the freight industry. How do I optimize freight? How do I optimize my routes? How do I optimize my loads? And some of those problems are vastly complicated that can't be solved by regular computation. In fact, our keynote who kicked us off talked a little bit about that, right? But the mm-hmm. freight industry is a perfect use case for quantum. So that's the, this quantum network, again, the only commercially available network and probably the largest that exists certainly in North America exist here in Chattanooga.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've certainly heard from my coworkers who are based here in Chattanooga about the amazing internet <laughs> speeds and interesting to hear that, you know, the few there's more to come, more to come. What, besides a uh, um, I guess what kind of uh, company can really benefit in particular from incredibly fast internet speeds that you're that you're talking about? I imagine, you know, perhaps Types of computers that are like solving particularly challenging problems could be uh, benefiting from that sort of internet speed. I guess is there any anything else that comes to mind? Yeah, so I think when in the
1: introduction of that, the the exact same question that you just asked me was a question that we really posed to the country and to the world at large. It's like, what would you do if you had a gig speed internet? Mm-hmm. And we did a we did a reverse pitch on that, and we had people literally from all over the world come and say, okay, here's what we would do. And I think that those. Those companies, we want to keep here and to recruit here and to come and work here, because if you, ha- if you are working on complex I don't want to say algorithms, but complex problems where you need that um, biodirectional speeds, and that's very important.
0: Where, what's the furthest, uh, the most, I guess, uh, far-flung uh, startup that came to, to pitch? You mentioned that are coming from all over the world. Yeah, that's interesting because that was, that pitch has been a while.
1: So I don't know that I have any recollection of, of those companies, but there's there's lots of far-flung
0: ideas yeah. out there for sure. Yeah. And, and we get our fair share of them. Excellent. So um, I guess I'm curious, when, when you're kind of pitching chat and you go, what kind of the typical you know pushback or questions or like hesitations from founders that you hear well the first is where's chattanooga yeah i mean you're (laughs)
1: right so which is great that we have so many people here from all over from chattanooga Mm -hmm. but that is a question it's like chattanooga i remember being in an airport somewhere and i'm flying back to chattanooga and they're like that this was the the person at the delta desk was like didn't know where Chattanooga was or how to spell it. Oh, so no. <laughs> number one is where is that, and number two is why Chattanooga. So yeah. there's there's still a bit of convincing that we have to do about mm-hmm. that. But I think it's when people get here and they understand the industry that's here and the leadership that's here in the industry, the growth that's happening here, and then there are those intangibles too. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga happens to be kind of a cool city. We've got the river and we've got the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's a location for for rock climbers from all over. So but there's, there are some of those intangibles too, and mm-hmm. it's also, I'm sure the rent's a little better than than Brooklyn too. Yeah, right? no,
0: it, it <laughs> certainly is. Certainly is. You can actually maybe not just rent, but also maybe even buy a place instead yeah. of, uh, you know, having to be a renter. I'm from Brooklyn, so that's why we brought that up. But um, I'm curious, kind of stepping back a little bit. You know, we're no longer in the in the uh, zero interest rate uh, environment startup fever isn't quite what it was, you know, maybe back in 2014, 2013, when it seemed like everyone was really excited about Uber and WeWork and all these other um, sort of sort of quickly growing startups. Have you kind of noticed that startup fever has changed? Or like, do you, you kind of note that people are a little bit more hesitant around the idea of getting into this uh, entrepreneurial space? You know, I think this industry like all has
1: these, you know, these peaks and troughs. And I would almost say that some of these troughs though are normalizing. Um, so there's there are times where there's a little bit of frenzy and if you're a startup with a unique idea and you may not make revenue for, or have any revenue for 15 years some won't buy that model mm-hmm. um, and I think in these in the in the trough times then that's really more normal I'm not gonna I mean the investors are going to be looking um, with more scrutiny they're going to be watching the business models and they're gonna making be making their decisions with a little more maybe a little more reserve and I would say that's more normal than it is the frenzy of yeah. we're all in, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know in certain parts of the country that you know capital is different, and where and how you get access to that capital, and and also that scrutiny level will be a little bit different too.
0: Yeah, and I also imagine you know any startup that's going to be founded and and seek funding right now, that's going to be like a really tested idea that really went through a lot of scrutiny, rather than something I don't know, let's say five or five or seven years ago, where it was like oh, your startup, here's yeah. let's, here's all our money. Yeah. You know? Or your startup with this kind of
1: technology. So yeah. there's also those darlings, right, of where investors want to go at certain periods too. And then other industries that maybe tried and true don't get the dollar. So mm-hmm. it's... There's no way to say that it's not emotional, right yeah I mean, people we all think that we're very logical with our money and logical with the way that we invest, but it's it's certainly emotional and it's based on again those trends and those peaks and those troughs and and we're we're in one, but I also would just make the argument that I think that's just sort of normalized
0: What do you think is kind of the next growing, even though you know maybe we don't want to uh Uh, you know, maybe maybe gather around these sort of larger trends, I guess, what do you think is kind of the next trend where investors are really looking at? And what's kind of the hot new topic that you think uh, investors are, are looking to invest more cash? Yeah, and so I don't know that I'm qualified to say what investors
1: at large are really mm-hmm. looking at what's trendy, but I would say that certainly here and then in this market, we're we're very bullish, if that's the right word, um, on, on quantum technologies in the future mm-hmm. of, of what that's gonna do for for all of these industries. So there's there's not a whole lot of companies out there. I think I saw something the other day. There's only five hundred um startups in the country focused on um on focused on quantum technologies. That's hardware, software, network pieces, but it's, it's also very exciting. And I like the direction in which we're going. So that's I would say that that's where we're putting a lot of energy into finding those companies and, and helping to support those.
0: So these quantum technologies, are, is this something where you envision that more Americans would have access to this type of internet or is this a sort of thing where it's really more so for business use cases? Yeah, I, th- I think in the you know in the beginning it will probably be
1: more business related than it will be personal. So, um, and again, I don't know that I'm I'm the forecaster for the, for the for that industry, but but I do listen to a lot of pundits. But I, yeah, I think it will be like a lot of new technologies that was going to start with business use
0: and then into
1: into the homes.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm curious um, as as Chattanooga has seen, you know, more. Uh, lithium industry and, of course, the automotive and, of course, logistics, how has that sort of changed um, the entrepreneurs who are rather the, the you know, established business leaders who come to the space to, you know, mentor uh, potential new startups? I guess, do you, you find that Chattanooga ends up attracting a lot more folks, more so in the manufacturing space and the automotive space, more so than, I don't know, let's say a, a SaaS company?
1: Yeah, well, we 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 certainly have. Um, well, Volkswagen is producing mm-hmm. all of their electric vehicles here, and so from the manufacturing standpoint, we we certainly have some strengths. But I think the the companies that we're partnering with and that we want to partner our startups with are looking for those those. Problem solvers, right? The innovators who are who are out ahead, and so internal innovation is tricky. So a lot of times, those companies, especially the ones that are progressive, are looking outside, and they're mm-hmm. looking to startups to solve some of those problems mm-hmm. for them. And so we want we are partnering with those companies, and we're also looking for other you know, companies that are looking for innovations and solving those. But I would say that it's it's
0: more on the SaaS space than it is on on hard manufacturing for okay. sure here. Okay. Yeah. What's like the one industry that you feel like Chattanooga doesn't have in the startup scene yet? Well,
1: it's fascinating because we have um, one of the the largest urban test beds for connected autonomous vehicles in the world here in Chattanooga, but. I don't we don't really have infrastructure necessarily right now for the autonomous vehicles on the on the freight side. Mm. So we probably wouldn't be recruiting companies on that space unless it's adjacent technologies like you know the radar and lidar or, or things like that. But in terms of working with on the on the Great side for that hardware, we don't. I don't know that we have those those strengths here. Mm. So that would certainly be a missing piece. But the but the tech underlying technologies that will that will support that um, and enable those um, those innovations and those that future forward movement. Then I think that we have that for sure. But the but the hard infrastructure for that we don't have, I and mean, we don't have those test beds.
0: Is that because of like the nature of of driving in in this Ch- in Chattanooga in this area just because it's so mountainous it's not really maybe the best air- area to necessarily test autonomous vehicles uh at this time at least We're going to we are working and I say we but this is through UTC the Center for Urban
1: Informatics and in Progress is working that has the test bed and so they're going from 18 intersections to 80 intersections so again it's an urban test bed and this is for you know, vehicle to vehicle or vehicle to everything sorts of testing, but we will be adding highway to that. But I think you make a really interesting point. We do have mountains and we do have water, and and we have circuitous routes, and we also have weather, right? So where you see a lot of that testing happening on with autonomous and freights, so that they are in in locations where you don't have a whole lot of weather challenges either. yeah. So I think we have some physical limitations for that, but
0: I, but we're moving towards correcting some of that and opening up some highway space for testing there too. At the same time, I mean, if we want to see autonomous vehicles and autonomous trucking, you know, expand, if that's the goal, then better test in Chattanooga yeah. because that, that reflects more of America in some ways than, you know, testing in the open deserts of Arizona or Texas or what have you. So might make sense in yeah, some ways. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out those problems anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and speaking of figuring
1: out problems, that's one of the tools in which we use to work with our corporate partners is we're, we'll do a reverse pitch. So we'll, we'll seek out those problems that our corporate partners are trying to solve and then put that out to the world, if you will, um, to look for solutions from those startups and then bring them here to pair with those partners.
0: What would you say is kind of the problem you hear over and over again from uh these companies here in Chattanooga that they're they're looking to solve and looking to partner with startups to solve. Well, I mean, I think the biggest problem that I tend to
1: hear, and and it's not one that I that I know the best way to articulate, but it's on the data side, right? We've got vast amounts of data that we're trying to capture and then also share. So, um, from our our partner uh, with with Kenko and even in, uh and some. Uh, executives from US Express saying, okay, this, this is a huge problem. Or even with mm-hmm. CUIP, the data transfer and the, and the integrity of the data across all those channels is really tricky. Mm-hmm. And, the, and from what I hear from them, it's we haven't, they haven't been able to find anybody to solve that problem.
0: Okay. Well, great. Thank you so much for yes. coming down and, and sharing some of this with us. And we'll, we'll see you around. Thank you all so right. much. Thank you so much.